and especially as you get older change becomes even more difficult because you know you are you have an ecosystem you have your support system like i i genuinely anuj sometimes think that that particular morning when i signed up for that open mic so i sort of i sort of i thought my neurological first jan 2012 my first open mic was on 3rd feb 2012 okay after a month i prepared for that set i wrote a set i knew there was a deadline i have to go at 8 o'clock to that bar and perform for the first time in my life i wrote a set i practiced it but that morning that particular morning i could have developed cold feet and then convinced myself yeah chhod yaar i'll do it next month you know let's let's do it next month and i'm sure that next month would have never come you're listening to ed talk with anuj a podcast that takes you back to school to understand how far we all have come and the future we are all headed towards my name is anuj and this is my attempt to explore the evolution of the indian education system through the lens of people from various walks of life happy listening hello and welcome back to ed talk with anuj So this was the year 2016. I was backstage waiting to host a corporate event in Mumbai, and I was very happy to have been chosen to do this yet again by a prestigious client. And at that point, I had hit a sweet spot in my career graph as an anchor. Lots of gigs on the calendar, great feedback for my work, living out of a suitcase for almost 200 days a year, comfortable lifestyle built around a profession that began as a hobby. Now naturally there was a sense of achievement with this milestone. because you see that night after the show i would bring in my 35th birthday and lurking in the shadows somewhere between these moments of accomplishment and confidence were undertones of anxiety and continued doubts about the uncertainty of my chosen profession i'm 35 i'm going to be a year older oh my god what am i going to do next what if i can't sustain this lifestyle and earning what if by the time i'm 40 my talent has stagnated you get the picture Basically I have a PhD in overthinking. Anyway, it was show time and the headline act of that evening was a comedian who had recently burst onto the scene. I got his profile from the event manager to introduce him and as I read through it I realized that this significantly older gentleman sitting across the table in the green room had dropped everything he was doing in life to pursue an entirely new hobby. and he stuck out like a sore thumb in between all the young voices on the comedy scene i admired his his great his courage and i felt so much better about myself i said good luck uncle and went on to stage to introduce him of course i'm kidding i have with me on ed talk with anuj atul khatri one of india's top stand up comics a wonderful human being and the kind of whatsapp uncle this country needs more of <laughs> i've had the pleasure of sharing stage with him on a few occasions and more than his inimitable brand of comedy i've continued to admire the other facets of him in his life that i've been able to witness online and sometimes offline so let's unravel some of that on this episode welcome atul khatri welcome atul bhai thank you so much for accepting my invitation to be here thank you anuj i'm logging off you already called me uncle twice <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but don't you get that in your YouTube comments or Insta comments every day? Oh yeah, day? yeah, yeah. Always I get uncle, Buddha, Chacha, you know, all those kind of things. You know, I, I, I would like, I would like them to remember me as a cool dad. You know, mm, but mm. 
Yeah, we'll get on more to that. But yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm actually okay with that. I'm okay with that. And thank you, Anuj, for having me here. It's such a, a pleasure to again work with you uh, virtually this time. We worked Kanji. so many times uh, in in real life, as you just said. And but always a pleasure to work with you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So I, you know, normally I I this podcast is of course to take people back to school. But I'm going to have to spin that time wheel a few more times because I want to take <laughs> you back a long way into time to your days in school. So, what was Atul Khatri like as a student growing up? Uh, what what was? Give me a little few words describing him. I was a, a, a studious child, very very studious child. Always like the class monitor types. Always the guy who would like either come first or second in the top three in the rankings. Uh, and I'm not boasting, but you know, a lot of peer pressure from parents because all my siblings. So I'm the youngest of uh, four siblings. So all my uh, uh, siblings also elder were very very brilliant in school and uh, generally in academics. so a lot of pressure from family to always excel i was a fun guy in school amongst my friends hmm. uh, you know always pulling some kind of little pranks with my best friends and things like that but as far as studies was concerned i was always the uh, the the studious type hmm. and never the stage guy you know i mean i i would be the guy probably just introduce the chief guest and run away but wouldn't <laughs> take part in any elocutions or debates or plays or sketches which used to happen on your annual day yeah so hmm. that was that was me in school So, what was your favorite subject? My sub favorite subject was mathematics. And really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I still love sciences. I still love sciences. I still love physics. I still love mathematics. I still mm. not like chemistry so much, but yeah, but maths and physics I still love. Mm-hmm. Of course, the internet. You know, when when you Google Atul Khatri, you get a lot of you know your interviews and your in uh, your your life story about how you got into comedy and took that risk because you were itching to try something new. so you there was bartending and then there was djing and all of those that you had thoughts about and then you finally got into comedy but i i really want to understand the risk taking ability in you where did that come from was there an influence in your life that um, led you to constantly want to take risks actually if you if i read uh, uh, i know it's a really good point because as such i'm not a risk taker i'm very very calculative mm. i have like as i said i have, a, I have an elder brother and my dad uh who you know are my sort of my mentors in my life and uh, both of them are very very averse to risks and as a family as, as you know in terms of we we really actually uh, avoid taking risks but i think this was obviously the biggest risk i took where mm. i you know got away from my very comfortable job a ceo job and you know jumped into a total you know freelancing kind of a a, a lifestyle with stand up comedy but to a large extent there my wife uh, you know sort of helped me around that time when i was thinking of you know i really didn't think of like switching into stand up comedy it was just as a passion because i was running an it company i should really get burnt out we were into very high end uh, maintenance of high end uh, servers networks and things like that and honestly we were a small company very nice boutique player very profitable but the buck really stopped at me so it was like a mm. 24 7 365 kind of a job you know if somebody server is down at 4 o'clock i used to get a call on my phone and i'm up and trying to arrange for resources to get that problem solved so my wife was seeing that i was really getting burnt out mm. in the job um you know which really happens maybe it was i was 44 midlife crisis you know that's a peak of your midlife crisis all those things were happening and my wife honestly she was egging me that you should have something more to your life than just work 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 you know and that's the time when sort of think i also started thinking that hey man is it how how this is going to end one day i'll keep on you know working like this till i'm 65 70 one day retire or probably you know drop dead trying to you know attend one more service call and that's the end of me so i said now is the time to 
uh, uh, basically dry. And that one thing was really bothering me. It was like, you know, every morning when I woke up or, you know, before going to sleep, when, you, when you're talking to yourself, that was thing, one thing really bothering me. It's really now or never. I have to at least give it one shot on mm. something. Mm. If it doesn't work, it's okay. I, I already have a comfortable job to go back with. But that was really bothering me. I didn't, honestly, I should really think that when I'm old, like I should such of, you know, I used to picture myself that I'm mm. old, I'm graying, I'm maybe, you know, uh, lying on a bed somewhere and then thinking to myself, I wish I should have tried something more. Yeah, Then, you know, and I think that's really the crux because a lot of people, you know, a lot of ideas, a lot of, uh, I would say, aspirations, you know, die down on that table mm. uh, where you just say that, yeah, okay, chal, hai, let me try it next time. Let me do it next month. Let me do it. It's like dieting, you know, you want to yeah. diet, but you say, Chalo, yaar, push it, push it, push it, push it. Till one day the doctor gives you, you know, horrible report and says, abhi kar nahi, mar so I think that was it which really bothered me. So it was a new year resolution, 1st Jan 2012. Mm. On 31st December 2011, however you look at it, I was at a friend's building terrace party. I I exactly know the spot. Uh, I you know I always think you know there's this movie called Liar Liar by Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah. yeah where yeah. he wishes his uh, son wishes that I hope my father stops lying. Huh. So I always think it was one of those things that I said, okay, hey, I have to do something different with my life. So every every uh, I would say uh, you know whenever the year changes, I I have a talk with myself, talk with. Uh, talk with somebody I don't know who that somebody is that hey this year I should do these these things you know at least mm. try it mm. so that one year I said Chalo, let me try my hand and doing something different and mm. uh, so I signed up for a comedy open mic night and went for it and you know and then sort of started liking it and that's how you know that's how the entire journey started for four years where I was running my work as well as doing this and then in 2018, at the age of 48 I quit my uh, that corporate job and got full time into comedy so I think uh, my wife really helped me. She was pushing me. Uh, and also at, at, at 48, when I quit, she sort of uh, told me, Atul, let's quit now, you know, like you know, get into full time into it. Even, I mean, she's a freelancer. She said, we'll both support each other. Wow. And I think that's very, very important, uh, you know, for somebody because generally it was really bothering me. What should I do? Should I quit? You know, you don't know this line. It was such a new line in India at that time, whether can you sustain a living with that? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I took four years and I think at the end of the fourth year, I was making good money from comedy that I could take a risk and get into uh, it full time. And obviously you didn't analyze, ki, you know, is this a rising thing? Um, you know, the, the comedy scene in India, is it going to be? You just wanted to do this or give it a shot. That was purely the... Uh, instinct that led you or was there a assessment because you come from a business background you come from taking calculated risks yes so honestly there was an assessment there was an assessment i knew that this was a new line it was growing uh, you know in terms of the gigs which we are getting or the number of comedians we are uh, you know sort of coming in we knew it was a new line because this mm. actually stand-up comedy scene in India is is nearly 10 or 11 years old now as we speak. Mm. It's mm. 2010 is sort of, we look at it as a, you know, the start of the stand-up comedy, the, you know, our, our the genre. English stand-up the English comedy, stand-up scene, comedy yeah, genre. Yeah, the yeah. mimicries and the satires, Correct. they have been going on for, you know, lifetime. Correct. But uh, these are the thing which, so, yes, I was obviously observing that line. I was also looking at the kind of gigs I was getting. Uh, you know, there was a growth in my 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 per show earnings. Mm-hmm. There was a growth happening in terms of the number of shows I was doing. Um, my YouTube numbers were growing. And at that time, at the end of that, in 2018, I said, it would be foolish if I don't ride on this fast horse, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it was, you know, I, I was sort of jumping between two horses in the morning. I used to ride, you know, <laughs> trot on the, on my office horse and the evening I used to, 
jump on the stand up comedy horse so I, then i said ke nahi yaar it's uh, it's it's it won't be fair to you know both the professions if i keep on doing this shifting so i have to basically shift gears and get into one so i uh, with you know with support from my family and uh, including my parents mm. uh, uh, then they uh, sort of uh, i in 2018 i quit and got mm. full time into comedy you know and as obviously there's no regret lovely but what was the answer that you would give teachers or adults back in the day in school when they'd say what do you want to become when you grow up the science loving guy who has fun and <laughs> i always wanted to make money <laughs> nice <laughs> i wanted to make money uh and uh, i'm being very honest about it and hmm. i had like i had some aspirations like i wanted to like when i was a kid i always had this dream that i'm driving like this lovely sports car with you know mm. with the hood off and uh, you know with a nice woman next to me so uh, that probably happened when i was 51 but yeah it happened you know <laughs> <laughs> i know and, that, you, and the woman is my in, wife yeah <laughs> in in scotland when you'd gone for a holiday with renting the car and driving around was it that time or yeah, yeah it was sort of that was that, it was that time and uh, because see i i i'll i'll tell you is that and i tell this to a lot of you know young aspirants or comedians who sort of you know uh, have, have a job and they want to get out of assets see finally at the end of it passion all that is amazing you have to pay up you know let's be practical you have to yes. pay your bills you know yes. if you aspire to travel the world you have to have money in your bank account to travel the world if you aspire to have a good car you have to have money so money uh, uh, sort of runs uh, uh, this entire you know it basically it controls us it, uh, it runs us uh, and we are sort of running after money but the thing is what i want to say is that that along with passion mixed i think that's a great combination i was very fortunate i could do that hmm. uh, where i'm really really enjoying what i'm doing and still uh, you know making money out of it So I think that is that was uh, back in school I would say uh, I don't know yaar I would say I definitely wanted to be an engineer which I became hmm. I was not in never into medicine I used to hate cutting cockroaches and frogs back hmm. in 11th hmm. standard or 12th standard so it was definitely engineering for me and IT what what I actually the IT work also which I did I used to really enjoy it because hmm. uh, you know even the IT line is very much like a bollywood but you know every 6 months you have a new processor a new technology the technology changes yep. it's like yep. it's very fast moving it's it's not a it's uh, extremely fast moving uh, and especially the time when i was there you know i i could see the industry change from a you know computer which used to cost you 2 lakh rupees which are just two floppy drives Hmm. I don't know if I know you know what a floppy drive is. I know Achha, of course okay. I do. <laughs> I, I was I was born in that time. Do now you I have know. a you have a supercomputer in your in your palm here, yeah, you know. Yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah. I've seen that entire change happening. So yes. I was fortunate I could see it happening and I sort of rode that wave also for a very very long time. Hmm. in my it business so i never had no regrets about my it business because that was uh, as uh, fun and challenging as how comedy is today. Wow. but success in in your definition as uh, the success that you're enjoying right now how much of it is paying the bills how much of it is the validation that you get how much of it is the, the your family being inspired by what you are doing i think it's a fair mix on which hmm. it's a fair mix of all of uh, the uh, three things i genuinely believe and i used to tell this to my my office uh, my my colleagues at work also that do you wake up every morning and say that hey i have to go to work or is it like oh damn i've got to go to work mm. if it's oh damn i've got to go to work as you tell them please leave please don't work with me it could be for whatever reason maybe the salary is less maybe you're staying too far and you don't like the travel coming to work you don't like the job per se you're just doing it right now as a temporary thing i should tell them please don't do it you know 
leave the job leave my job go find a better job what really suits you and that really for me is the mantra i always tell everybody enjoy what you are doing and i used to enjoy my it job it was not that i used to wake up every morning there and say wow you know let's go and get some orders or let's go and create some more networks or whatever so here also it's a very very it's a very i would say it's a healthy mix and i i generally feel that it's not cliche i know there are a lot of proverbs and things like that but as long as you really enjoy what you're doing the money actually comes in here you know it's Correct. you put in your hard work you know the client sees it your work sees it and you get paid for it yeah so yeah. i think it's a very healthy mixture of uh, you know money uh, you know validation uh, self validation in terms of the work which you're doing also you know va- validation uh, uh, from family members that are inspired mm. like my kids i'm sure are fairly inspired by me uh, because of you know the kind of things that i do sometimes you know i put up a tweet like we are sitting in the car and we are going somewhere and suddenly i put up a tweet and they sort of see it and say dad how did you think of this like you know mm. uh, like <laughs> we all we all know the news it's the same news Correct. all of us are reading but how did you look at this angle so obviously they uh, and they are the age you know my daughter's elder daughter is 26 younger daughter is 24 so they are they are at that age where a lot of the youngsters are consuming comedy so they really relate to what i'm saying they don't just agree to it just because i'm the dad they agree to it because they generally think it's it's a good opinion or it's a funny opinion now of course i i will i will get to you know your um, uh, interactions online and offline with your family and and the whole presence that all of you have together but what i want to ask you also is that we often hear ki jab success or stardom ya fame ek kam umr mein aa jata hai you know when you get it at an early age it gets to your head it gets overwhelming people lose their focus often or their orientation and then you know they they allow that stardom that feeling to to lead them um and often can go haywire as well they're not able to handle it at an, at an early age but what happens when you get the stardom the fame that you are enjoying after a certain stage in life what kind of impl- you know implication does it have on you on an everyday basis you obviously don't get up wake up thinking hey i am the best today i'm going to get so many followers and but does it still get overwhelming that at this stage in life you are able to achieve so much fame and, and and a share of the spotlight i think you know you are uh, you get your fame as when you sort of you're supposed to get it okay hmm. so if a young comedian a pro, uh, a young artist uh, you know prodigy artist has got it at a very young age he probably deserved it number one hmm. now hmm. i totally agree with you that lot of them cannot handle it hmm. because it's come too fast the money just keeps on pouring in the fame yeah. the adulation and generally i have seen even in our line there are a lot of artists you can see uh, you know if i may the use of arrogance has come in or you know the way they handle it comes in yep. and it i totally sort of I, i don't look down on them i totally i empathize with what they are going through you know mm. there's continuous pressure on them now at such mm. a young age i'm so glad that i got it at a much older age when i'm wise enough so you know i i live in a area in bombay called juhu which is very very bollywood dominated mm. and lot of i have many many friends in bollywood lot of actors lot of directors yeah. lot of movie makers and because i got into comedy at 48 i've seen lot of their f- rises and falls you know i've known people you know huge houses cars parties and now you know probably they're living in a one bhk house mm. they lost it all i've seen that it has happened to some of my own family members who were into into movie making i am mm. absolutely you know every day i just sort of wake up and say i every day imagine situation what if this if it's not there tomorrow this entire thing which sort of Correct. last year in march 2020 we got a got a good reminder by yeah, covid that yeah. hey <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. Don't get too ahead of yourself. I am there. The 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 entire global server hit a hard reset. Exactly, and man. it's still rebooting. It's still rebooting, and yeah. So yeah, so I'm just saying that I continuously think of this, and like I, I when I go for shows, and every fan who wants to take a picture with me, I'm absolutely okay doing it because I mm. know where they are coming from, and at no stage I I want to relish each and every moment with them. Continuously, my thought to myself is: do just keep yourself grounded, keep yourself grounded, and. I think because I'm an older guy I have seen 25 26 years of my business you know yeah I have I have sat in receptions of IT managers along with you know seven of my competitors you know all earning for that one business which will will get a bottom line of maybe 1 lakh or 2 lakh rupees but we are all you know killing each other for that so I've been through that entire process hmm. and I think that sort of keeps me slightly more grounded hmm. or I'm totally aware of it that hey tomorrow all this may go away and still you have to survive yes uh, and you could be the flavor of the day of the week of the month of the year of the decade it may go it may come down you know one wrong statement you do may throw you off today you know it's become so fragile with the social media you know coming in that so you have to be very very i would say uh, grounded and uh, true to yourself i think that's very very mm. important and i would urge all the young uh, you know artists also out there who are maybe getting fame that you know please remember that this is a very very long game yeah and you have to be you know uh, stuck to the ground you know with lead and your feet sort of bolted with rivets don't you know don't rise an inch also more because this will pull you down correct this could pull you down sorry great advice great advice and knowing the affable person that you are uh i i will take the liberty of assuming that you are in touch with your classmates with people you grew up with uh, maybe in school or college oh yeah, yeah uh, absolutely absolutely yeah? yeah so how have they responded or reacted to you being one of india's top stand up comedians right now i think uh, obviously they're very very proud of that fact unfortunately mm. what happens is that most of our events as you know happen on weekends Yes. used to happen on weekends <laughs> <laughs> sorry i don't know what tends to use nowadays but ab to sunday monday kuch nahi hoya every day is a weekday every day is a weekend <laughs> yeah so what used to happen earlier like you know i used to miss out all the get togethers and things mm. like that and somewhere you know i mean i've 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 once actually gone on a whatsapp like a very old friend got and actually apologized hey guys listen please understand that this is my work you know that i work on weekends just like how you guys work monday to friday my work starts on friday ends on monday so right. if you can have a party on monday you know i'll be very glad to join in obviously <laughs> sometimes people say are bahut bada ho gaya abhi aap doesn't attend up but you don't understand dude i would love to leave that okay. show and come and attend to party and enjoy with your friends yeah so I, hmm. those are really the complaints but i'm sure everywhere people are slightly proud that at an older age i could do that you know mm. and it was up for grabs anybody could have done that i mean it was not mm. that you know I, there was no nepotism in this <laughs> correct yeah because you and i have um, you know and and lot of our, our artist fraternity we have often encountered people from various walks of life you know especially corporate ceos people who we look up to we're like you're in that position in life and and they look at us and they go i wish i could do that exactly. i wish <laughs> i could take that step uh I'm sure you've come across a lot of these even in your business fraternity. You've yeah. often spoken about, you know, it, at your CEO's got talent when you had done that when you had won that competition back in the day uh, when you started your comedy um, career. You uh, you also spoken about how those your clients would look at you and say are wah yaar main bhi karna chahta tha kaise kare hain. What happens to those dreams? Why do people put those dreams aside despite having everything at their disposal? what holds them back so first of all you know i think you know change is very very difficult 
you know mm-hmm. changing uh, uh, and especially as you get older change becomes even more difficult because you know you are you have an ecosystem you have your support system mm-hmm. like i i genuinely anuj sometimes think that that particular morning when i signed up for that open mic so i sort of i sort of i thought my neuro resolution was 1st jan 2012 my first open mic was on 3rd feb 2012 okay mm-hmm. after a month mm-hmm. and i prepared for that set i wrote a set i knew there was a deadline i have to go at 8 o'clock to that bar and perform for the first time in my life i wrote a set i practiced it but that morning that particular morning i could have developed cold feet and set and then convinced myself yeah sure yaar i'll do it next month you know let's let's do it next month and i'm sure mm. that next month would have never come i think it was you know uh, stars got together and ensured that i <laughs> reached that open mic go on st- mm. stage speak out my heart and you know other comedians noticed me and they told me hey you're funny don't you know you're original don't 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 stop at it you know keep on continuing what you're doing so i think that was very very important that's where people you know sort of uh, fail so i'll i'll give an example so once i was mm. performing for a very very one of india's largest groups um, it was a very small uh, it was somewhere in udaipur beautiful place and i was just performing to 18 of their top ceos so they have different you know companies mm. all mm. their ceos got together and um, and we had a great show and I, as usual after the show you know after f- few pleasantries i retired to my room next morning i had to travel back to bombay and at around in the night at 12 o'clock the the person who had the event guy said hello atul uh, tomorrow one of the ceos wants to meet you urgently and i didn't sleep the night thinking shit did i say something on stage <laughs> which offended uh, them uh. or things like that and uh, i said okay i said when do you want he said he wants to meet you for breakfast tomorrow at 6:30 uh, in the in the coffee shop i said cool and i went over there and he was sitting over there and i didn't actually i didn't know also who he was because you know 18 people you don't remember the names so mm-hmm. i assume mm-hmm. and he said yeah yeah i'm sorry i told to wake you up early but you know i just wanted to i was very inspired at what you did what you have done i didn't know that you were a ceo and done that you know i want to pursue poetry wow uh, i write poetry i know there are poetry open mics which happen in bombay and he was also luckily from bombay but i don't know how to get over it every evening when i every morning like every weekend i said sure this time i will do it something tells me chhodna let's do it this you know Mm. So I, then I had a long chat with him and I told him hey listen you have to you have the time it's just somewhere down the line it's your own the change that resistance mm. to change mm. is you know basically stepping in and saying that hey chhodna why are you doing it you're earning your job your children are about to go to college you sab kyun kar rahe panga you know I said no but just do it you know kick yourself you know slap yourself get into that car and go to that open mic and do it you know mm. and Uh, because that's the only way if how will the world know you're a good poet unless you show it out and i said once yeah. you do it i'm telling you i assure you you will go again and again and i had this conversation and he said thank you thank you and after i think 6 7 months again he messaged me ke hey atul today i went for last night i went for my first open mic thanks to you i developed that courage and i really enjoyed it i met other poets and i this is very addictive now i'm starting going and he's been continuously sending me like we become friends on whatsapp he sends me mm. some of his poetry some of his recordings from these poetry open mics whatever said i don't know whether you know yeah. how much it will become a career for him uh, as a writer or as a poet but because he's a he's a ceo in a very very big company but at least he's doing it you know that yeah. and i'm telling you uh, i anu you know very well that kind of dopamine hit you get after a oh show yeah. goes good oh yeah. you don't sleep for nights oh. man <laughs> इसीलिए तो पैंडेमिक में सब बैठे ना वेज माई डोपमीन वेज माई डोपमीन बट एट द सेम टाइम इट इज सो लिबरेटिंग टू लेट योर एक्सप्रेशन फ्लाई 
exactly. to give it out to the world to surrender it there it's so liberating because hum sab mein wo keeda rehta hai ki hum kuch na kuch kisi na kisi tarah se express kare hmm. you know all of us have exactly. it no matter what jobs we do because we want we we feel something and we want to express it either by um, doing comedy or by singing or by painting or creating or making craft and i think social media has given a lot of people that that outlet. 100% 100% i i totally give all my credit to social media because i actually got into comedy thanks to social media like i um, mm. i used to put up these funny posts on facebook and twitter and things like that Hmm. you know way back in 2010 and people would say hey you are very funny you are very funny why don't you get into stand up comedy i mujhe pata bhi nahi tha what stand up comedy was you know obviously i was a big fan of raju shrivastava and johnny liver hmm. and hmm. those hmm. genre but um, it was actually thanks to my these posts that people say hey you are very funny yeah. very original get into comedy and so yeah one of the expressions is now social media where you if you Uh, uh, uh you know like yesterday actually i met a guy and he said yaar whenever i have any opinion i put it up on twitter i get very trolled for it <laughs> so I said, are you married? He said, yes. I said, तो बीवी को सुना ना क्यों डालते हैं ट्विटर पे? Don't put it on Twitter. You will get trolled. Tell it to your wife. Get it out of your system. Go to the beach. Scream it out. Your your opinion. That's the best way. Rather than putting up on Twitter of all the places. <laughs> I remember uh, Facebook post पे आप वो starting में दो colons डालते हो. You you put two colons. That's my signature. So, yeah, that's your signature. So when people copy paste it and send it on of WhatsApp, you know you know that it's Atul Katri's line. So you know. Uh, but coming to social media and now this is where i want to talk about you know i want to bring in uh, a little bit about your family if if i may sure is that you have a wonderful presence as a family on social media and all five of you i'll say you know uh, there's there's you and of course your wife there's mishti there's dia butter khatri is an influencer yeah. on his own yeah. so you have a lovely presence on social media i mean mishti is a fitness and wellness influencer the yes. if i'm not wrong is a psychologist Correct. now you're constantly interacting with each other you're you know social media pe aapke comments agar kaafi chalte there's a lot of play that happens yeah so it's not a family in a traditional sense of the word as old fashioned or whatever as people would say ki are you know beti ke sath kaise aap social media pe aise baat karte ho ya comment <laughs> So you're 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 a lot more friendlier in in those in your uh, connection in your equation with each other more like friends just interacting and having fun and living together. So how does each other's success and your experience with on social media play out at home? How do you keep that energy that positivity going? Honestly, that whatever you see the banter which I make with my daughters on social media or, or you know with my dog also, it's actually. it's honestly very very organic it's not put mm. on it's mm. not a thing which you're Correct. doing and uh, and that's exactly the kind of relationship which we have you know uh, actually especially i have with my two daughters mm. i like i remember like when my daughters whenever they had their first crushes and all they told me about it rather than my wife you know they find me wow. more as a friend like mm. i used to like right from i would say from what's the third standard till eighth standard i took all the homework okay all the subjects uh, because that was the time actually my wife was uh, uh, following her passion of you know she's a hair stylist mm-hmm. uh, so uh, she was busy you know uh, uh, working in the salon and things like that and so my duty was come back from work and uh, teach them mathematics all the subjects whatever and uh, to such an extent that when other uh, kids mom used to call up my wife ke acha ye project mein kya hai my wife used to give my number kya aap unse baat karo and i am at work 
एंड सम रैंडम लेडी कॉल अच्छा कल का जो प्रोजेक्ट में क्या करना है यू नो एंड मीटिंग गो टू अदर रूम अच्छा मैडम इसमें से काम कीजिए यू नो यू दिस यू डू दैट यू डू यू नो आई स्विच फ्रॉम वन हैड गेट इन टू दादर हैट एंड टीच दम सो आई फॉर अ वेरी वेरी लॉन्ग टाइम आई टुक द होमवर्क एंड आफ्टर एट स्टैंड आई माई सेल्फ कुड नॉट अंडरस्टैंड वॉट्स आईसीएसईक्रम इज वेरी वेरी टफ Hmm. and that's when they got into their own stuff but so i think it's the 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 point i'm trying to make is uh, i've always been very friendly with my kids hmm. and that's the same kind of banter which you know i'd have it on social media so i think i would say it, we are like that as a family to yeah. be honest with you yeah. uh, it's yeah and like you said it's very organic because it it's just so it's it's so positive to look at all of you the way you go about your lives individually and with each other and you know like your daughters are building beautiful lives for themselves with their own hard work correct um so now with your wife when raising the kids i sorry, sorry i would sorry anush to interrupt you i just want to huh. make this like a small i would say advice or huh. tip to all the parents maybe who are listening this now see you know today we don't uh, uh, you know some of us like i'm i'm old i'm 53 Mm. you know i am come from an era where we got out of school there was only three streams art science commerce you know mm. you have to follow any one of them but today children have lot of options yes. you know there are india has opened up you know mm. i mean just to give an example a profession like casting director didn't didn't exist maybe 10 years yes. back you know today they say that the casting director is the hero of the movie he decides uh, you know how the movie will be successful based on the cast he gives to, uh, to the director so these didn't exist so india is changing Mm. there's a very very new india the kids mm. you know you given them the super computer in the hand when they are 11 years old and then you expect them not to know stuff or not to you know so please you know support your children in whatever i'm i'm telling you this like we never forced our children ke tum science karo maths karo ye karo wo karo and honestly till i think 11 12 they themselves didn't know what they what they were going to get into but finally the each of them both of them found their passion they found their calling you know one wanted to follow psychology one wanted to follow fitness and like yeah. if you just take a thing like fitness also today she you know my as you said mishti is doing she's doing sports nutrition uh you'll think yeah sports nutrition ka kya kaam hoga but i'm telling you it's such a vast industry you know especially like in india like today if you see in the last i think 5 years so many of the leagues have come out cricket league yeah, yeah. badminton league yeah, yeah. basketball league kabaddi league wrestling league a league wo league every league is owned by some you know by by, by a big company or a corporate each of them have 12 each of them requires their own sports nutritionist you know mm. every sport mm. has a different requirement for nutrition mm. a golf requires a different nutrition than a swimmer a swimmer requires different nutrition than Correct. a footballer Correct. so we never knew as that time that what sports nutrition is but maybe the kids were smarter they knew and so i'm just telling small tip because and including comedy if any of your kids want to follow comedy please you know let them follow the passion because uh, what yeah, is the can, nutrition required for comedy <laughs> nothing yeah just a newspaper every day <laughs> yeah, and you get fires of material <laughs> <laughs> no but this is this is very very important advice and uh, and in fact i was coming to this question itself that okay. when raising your kids uh, you know when when they were born and, and at their tender impressionable uh, age How important was for you and your wife to have a conversation as partners and friends uh in raising the kids and creating that positive empowering atmosphere at home No absolutely so you know I I keep on telling lot of my like I'll tell you I did this set some time back where you know I I talked about periods okay like yes. in demonetization uh there was this thing that you know the only way your old money used to work was at medical stores if you remember mm-hmm. during demo you at chemist shop they were accepting old notes 
so i said i have one wife two daughters my wife stocked up on like sanitary napkins you know huh. there's so many sanitary napkins at home that till when i die also i'll be reborn as a woman i'll still have sanitary napkins you know <laughs> so that was my joke and like some of my friends though like who grew up with me like called me up kya ek tu kya baat kar raha hai periods and all on stage and all that yeah i said don't you have a wife don't you have a daughter don't they yeah. get periods what what rubbish are you talking about which world are you living in that you don't want to even talk about it or acknowledge it mm-hmm. so right from beginning i think both me and my wife uh, uh, have been fairly you know very cool and very open in talking to them as friends mm-hmm. i i remember and this is true i mean i, I uh, 9 years back when i didn't have an audience and i used to try my open mics i used mm. to put both my children and wife in a room and run my set over with them ha, you know ha. because kisko to sunana hai na first time you written something and usme agar kabhi f word bolna hai ya sex bolna hai to bol deta tha man wife hmm. say, what is wrong with you hmm. you're using the f word in front of the kids i said listen one is 17 one is 15 you know <laughs> If they, they don't know the more. <laughs> if they don't know the f word it's time to change their school you know? <laughs> <laughs> parents live in a bloody different i don't know kaun se yaar i mean anuj when did you first try your first uh, drink or smoke oh i was um, this was class 9 or 10 and the, I, i remember ki neighbor ka hamare uh, my neighbor was much older than me huh. and he invited me home and he was having a beer and i said maine kabhi try nahi ki ट and me and my cousin were at home we stole a cigarette went on the terrace smoked up one you know pata bhi nahi pure khas ke khatam kiya you know i don't know uh, we didn't uh, even uh, finish uh, it uh. i had my first beer maybe in 10th standard yeah, you know 10th yeah, grade yeah. so i mean i'm i'm sure a lot of people my age yeah. have been through the same experience and when that kid maybe it's a son or a daughter wants to smoke or wants to drink and then they make such a big hua out of it mm, and mm. and sometimes you know because i I'm a part of a lot of these parents group because of my children, you know, this kind of thing. And sometimes I see the conversations happening with them. I mean, I'm wondering, really, which world are you living in? So, like, you've done everything. Yeah. Now, the child has to do something with the, you know, you give him that super computer in the hand. You have, he has a bloody TV. He's got full such super, you know, knowledge throwing at him at, you know, megabytes per minute. And then you expect the kids not to know anything, and you know, rubbish. Yeah. I Correct. mean. Correct. I think more than children, parents have to grow up. Absolutely, I I completely agree. Education is more for parents than for children because children now know know a lot more than we ever imagined they would. And I I also remember my father, who is who of course is um, is is the principal or the the founder principal of the school that uh, my parents run. He always would tell the students that you I know it is tempting to try alcohol now at this age because you see it so much in the world, but hang on a little more finish your education get your first job when you get your first paycheck hmm. come home sit with me and i will have your first drink with you wow so he used to tell students that just hang yeah, on a yeah. little bit more Correct. you know there is temptation but avoid it right now just put it off that's all Correct. absolutely so, i think it would be very open with kids i mean they i don't i don't wish to call them kids also now they are so smart yeah, I mean, very yeah. different i mean the internet really has changed everything yes. you know i mean yes I, you get everything on your, you know, forget you don't have to seek for information. This is coming to you. Yep, 
I was I was sitting over dinner last night with a friend uh, who had come home, and we just quickly whipped up some you know uh, processed food and some instant cooking paste. Kesaath, you know, you put in mm. some vegetables, and and uh, your your dish is done within minutes. And we were talking about how easy it is to just come up with a meal these days. How Absolutely. easy it is at the touch of a button to just have something uh, at your doorstep. You don't even spend more than forty-five seconds to order something. Exactly. Know? Exactly. So. this whole podcast of course is to explore the education that impressionable minds receive which influences their choices later as they get into adulthood hmm. and one of the things i admire so deeply about you is that apart from the comedy and everything that you do you have taken on this massive initiative with your sister dr anjali chabria um who is a mental health professional to come out with a series called the shrink in the nut i remember speaking with you that i wanted you to come into my school pre pandemic yeah, you know yeah, and speak yeah. to to my students about it yeah. because it is those influences or education that those kids receive that are making them decide things for them as adults exactly and you've been speaking to college students you've been speaking to a lot of young adolescents about mental health and i'm sure you've come across so many stories of of pressure of trauma of depression of anxiety exams and relationships and body image um, you know success and now amplified because of social media because instagram wants to make everything perfect with there are filters yeah so can you take me through a little bit of those experiences and how now within the pandemic all this has gone up a whole new level uh, my sister and me started this initiative i think in 2017 2018 hmm. Hmm. Uh, actually, I lost a friend to suicide, and uh, a very close friend, and absolutely fine. You know, one day we just heard that he, you know, uh, uh, committed suicide, mm. and that got me thinking that somebody who's you know looks so you know proper or mm. on the external, what must be going through yeah. inside him? Yeah. You know, you, you try to take a knife and try to you know cut your finger, you'll you, it'll take you half an hour just to attempt it. Yeah. and that's when you know when i started speaking to my sister and she's she's a psychiatrist you know with a you know very rich experience of 28 30 years and i asked her and she's and she's actually written a book on suicide called uh, first india's first book on suicide it's called death is not the answer mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and there i sort of started reading the book and i came to know that you know india is the suicide capital of the world so i told her hey listen we have to do something about it what what help do you require i want to do something about it you know use my my comedian status or you know whatever influencer status as a, on social media and she said that he saying it'll be lovely if you can join me because the gap is too much you know we are 1.3 billion indians yeah. there are 3800 psychiatrists in india that's it you know if any any kid hearing it wants to get into medicine please do psychiatry you have a great future and because of this first of all there are a lot of stigma attached to a mental health number one lot of misinformation is there and and, and it's it's not only there in the villages i'm talking about cities in talking about like a bombay like a the most urban the best part of bombay would have people will say are mera beta hai mera bachcha pagal thodi hai there's nothing there's all bullshit mm. you know people don't uh, recognize mental health they don't want to uh, 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 i would say give it the the due status which it requires mm. so anjali and me started going to schools colleges educating people and i'm telling you anuj it was like it was an eye opener for me she already knew about it yeah used to, we used to go to a school and or a college and the principal say oh my children are all fine no problem they only have exam pressure during exam they have the pressure and 
so before every you know you address it to the troops the children you go to the principal's cabin for a tea coffee and you know welcome session and that's no 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 they all fine nothing mm-hmm. no wrong only during exam and we have three counselors in college they take care of their and when we go there up on stage and we start talking about it and i'm telling you it used to open up pandora's box and the reason actually we uh, used me because what happens if a dr anjali chhabria goes and talks about depression to a school you know hardly 10 students will show up but when we did a shrink and the nut atul khatri comedian yeah. so actually the session starts with i doing actually just pure stand up yeah. comedy for 10 minutes yeah. just loosen up the room make them laugh and then i introduce my sister and then i we just talk about we talk about mental health i say i like i ask very simple question ki anjali what is the difference between sadness and depression yeah because nowadays we started use depression so loosely Correct. so she'll you know she'll say if india loses a match to england and you're sad for a day it's okay but if you're sad for one week because of that match something wrong with you mm. you know then simple thing they what you know like how does somebody recognize signs of depression so they'll say if it's a girl usually she'll stop you know taking care of herself she'll stop doing eyebrows under lips or up, mm. upper lips mm. sorry and uh, you know stop you know guys will stop you know socializing they start drinking more alcohol get out of social media groups get out of whatsapp mm. groups get off whatsapp mm. groups so there are some telltale signs mm. so the idea of this was just to educate uh, the the kids so much that they become uh, what we termed as mental health warriors mm. Mm. so if suppose say anuj like in my engineering or in my school group we were like in school we were like four five thick friends we are still one of right. we have a, we are one of the best friends in, in engineering college at another group mm. and if i see if any in this group one guy suddenly the grades are falling you know maybe he's had a is father passed away or some family member passed and soon after that he's getting abusive he started drinking a lot started smoking up right. uh, you know stop coming to college his grades are falling the idea is not to call him up and give you know stupid gyan like are daru pe sab theek ho jayega chal chal goa chalte hai theek ho jayega no 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 memes mein acha lagta hai not in ha no the idea is five of you go to his house pick him yeah. up you know if necessary take him to the nearest mental health professional wow. it's not your job you don't understand it yeah tumhara kaam nahi hai your only job is a you know taxi driver you pick him up and ensure that one of you is by his yeah. side his or her side continuously yeah. that's the only thing we expect you to do or tum kuch mat karo you know don't give gyan specifically because you don't understand yeah. it that's what we did and i'm telling you like one college we went and exactly same thing oh my children are very fine they are a happy lot 11th standard grade you know 11th grade in some college in um, bombay we went and at the end of it you know when the question answer with the students started one girl stands up rolls down her sleeves and say Hey, I've tried to attempt suicide six times in the last four months, oh. and all cuts on her wrist. And her best friend sitting next to her don't know about it. They start weeping. The principal starts crying. Okay, we didn't know that one of her child was going through something. And the child says the first time is somebody's talking what is going inside me. Yeah. You know, because she had an see uh, uh, they had a, a, a abusive parents some issues she had, and we could we actually. saved her in the sense you know mm-hmm. the uh, my sister uh, counseled her later on and you know we were able to save somebody because let me tell you in suicide because which i'm saying suicide is because uh, in india suicide is mainly three uh, categories one is geriatrics the mm-hmm. older people elderly mm-hmm. people then a large percentage is you know kids between 16 to 25 right. you know because of peer pressure exam yeah. pressure huge you know you hear these stories iit and all these you know high pressure and every time a person commits suicide na before that he gives a cry for help he or she gives a cry yes. for help they'll give you know simple tale tales and like yeah next world cup mein to main nahi rahunga you know something mm-hmm. as simple as that you know aur chalo aaj daru peete hai pata nahi when i will give you my next party so these are all and if you feel the person is going through something and he's giving out he's basically 
giving you hints that hey save me yeah it's you a know? cry for help yes exactly so the idea of this entire exercise and we i think addressed close to around 40000 students and now we have taken it to corporates also yeah, yeah. and idea is just that and i talk their language like i'll go to a college and usually you go to a college all the trustees and the teachers are sitting in the front row you know and i'll ask the principal sir idhar mal kidhar milta hai aapke college ke paas you know and he look at me kya mal kya hai as it's a drugs no 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 there are no drugs and in fact the op, the full college is laughing because the pan wala outside <laughs> is selling kilos every day you know we went to a school college in bombay like proper college in mumbai like in a very urban hmm. city i go to the auditorium boys are sitting separate girls are sitting separate and i we go up on stage i said what the hell is this we are sitting separate no no this is our culture of our college that we are i said in classrooms also yeah in classroom also they sit separately i said in the canteen do they sit separate no 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 canteen they sit on top of each other you know the idea what i was saying is sometimes even people they are living in such a different life they don't know what's really happening so that was just really our principle of our, or our initiative was sorry to just go mm-hmm. and educate mm-hmm. people and we still continue doing it now this pandemic obviously has taken a hit because of colleges have been yes. shut and you know yes. we can this but we will continue to do it and Uh, we do all this, you know, ex gratia. So we don't charge schools and colleges. The idea is just to take it and create as many mental health warriors as possible. Hmm. That's really the idea. I think this is this is one of you know my favorite parts about you and 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 your life and what you are doing with the platform that you have built for yourself. And then it's not just the comedy that's that's emanating from it. It is really creating these mental health warriors and and really listening because there's a whole. generation that yeah, just yeah. wants an ear they want to be heard exactly. and and thank you thank you for doing this atul bhai thank you finally i have a couple of questions that that i want to you know sort of sum this up with is once again if you could expand on your advice to parents now keeping all of this conversation that we've had in mind who are right now stressed about the pandemic that and the toll it has taken on students on their children their entire educational journey has been disrupted we are also attempting to educate our students for jobs that we don't know will exist in the future there's exactly. so much that is awaiting them that has not been invented yet or created yet so what are the life skills that parents need to focus on or schools need to focus on anuj i i maybe not really be the uh, you know correct person or really qualified enough to answer this as from a, a psychiatrist or father, from a psychologist perspective yes but as a father i am just saying that see this entire last 18 hmm. months entire first of all is a pandemic the entire world is going through it okay uh, you have to realize that you know like like uh, sorry i'm mm-hmm. just digressing mm-hmm. like people lost yes. their jobs a lot of uh, uh, people lost their jobs and i used to always you know keep on saving for a rainy mm-hmm. day okay so one of the advice is this is the rainy day has come yeah. okay remove your savings and start spending it if required don't get too bothered entire world is going through that number 1 number 2 one advice which i would coming back to the what parents can do is first of all and this which which i actually noticed when we used to do the shrink and the nut sessions uh, sometimes kids don't even know what their parents are doing hmm. okay i'm and i'm not joking we went to a third year engineering college now you can imagine third year engineering college the students are roughly hmm. 18 19 hmm. years old correct oh no sorry maybe yeah. 20 and we asked so i asked maybe 27 depending uh, on the students so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you know i asked like uh, what are your what does your parent do what how many know what your parents do exactly mm. i need the job mm. description as in ki my father computer company mein kaam karta no 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 he works in a courier which courier company what's his designation mm. do you know i'm telling you half 90% didn't know what they did number 
I said, do you know how much your parents earn in a month? Figure. Yeah. Is it 4 lakh 30,000 rupees? Is it 1 lakh 20,000 rupees? No clue. Okay. So when the same parents, you know, the kids under peer percent go to father, Papa, I need iPhone 12, yeah. 12 Pro yeah. Max. And the father doesn't maybe have, doesn't know what is the financial constraint he or she is going through, the parents are going through. And take a lot of taken thing on EMI. I said, do you know what loans your parents have or EMIs they are paying? No clue. And these are all like, you know, 20-year-old gadas who didn't know stuff, you know. So I said, Aaj first find out. And just the simple information. So one of the things which we, like I heard my sister giving advice to some parents in the pandemic was, please share with your children if you're going through some financial crisis. Number one, you may, uh, you do not know your kids are very smart today that they will understand what their parents are going through. They will they will maybe support you. Also, if you're going through some kind of a crisis in terms of jobs or you know business loss and things like that, please do talk to friends about it. Don't hold it within mm. yourself. Mm. And uh, 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 you know because by sharing, maybe uh, you will see that maybe a lot of people within your peers also are going through the same thing. Uh, uh, you will know about it. Like I, I and the classic example we give is Mr. Amitabh Bachchan when this ABCL thing was happening many yeah. years ago and Mr. Bachchan went out and that's his, in his interview on his book where he said I I went out to pro producers or directors and called them up give me work mm. I don't have work I'm mm. I'm jobless so when a Mr. Bachchan can do that you know any of us can yeah. do that yeah. you know so if you're going through some kind of first of all share it with your family with your members with your children I and I'm not joking and uh, when we were growing up and my dad was going through some bad times he used to come and tell us, he used to tell us this one word, right now I'm forgetting it, but he used, to say, he used to say, there was a code word in our family, curfew or something, which means that, guys, things are not so good, so don't, you know, spend mm, too much, mm, you know. Mm. Like, I don't know whether you know that, you know, uh, in the South Indian, when you go to a Chetinad restaurant, yeah. they serve you meal on yeah, a banana yeah. leaf, right? And the banana leaf is tapered, one side is small, yes. one side is large. And I don't know whether you know this, but if suppose you go to a, a, a South Indian person's house uninvited uh. for lunch and they uh. serve you a meal and when they start putting things, when you ask for, you know, yeah, uh, more yeah. portions and they start putting things from the, instead of the larger side on the smaller side of the banana leaf, it means it's running out in the kitchen. Don't ask oh. for more. That's the that's the beauty of that. Oh, I didn't banana know this. leaf. Thank I learned you. it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So suppose you go and rice is usually served on the larger yes. part of the banana yes. leaf. The large. But if they start serving rice on the smaller side, when you ask for a refill, it means hey, dude is running out of the kitchen. Don't oh, ask for wow. more. Wow. You know. Beautiful. So it's exactly the same thing that if you're having a problem, please come and yes. tell your yeah. your your children about it and they will rise up to the occasion. You know, because the children today are much much more smarter. So that is one advice I will give you. Secondly. You know, children are, honestly, I think this entire thing, children are the most yes. hurt, especially the younger yes. kids. You know, I'm talking about maybe those, I think kids across, I'm, I'm, I would say entire, you know, people have not met their girlfriends, people have, you know, not met colleagues and you know, their, their peers in school, there's no physical activity maybe happening. And I think that has really affected children. And I really don't know how to solve it because I don't want to give unprofessional advice. I think uh, uh, there's a lot of things already on the internet on that. I think please handle them most mm. importantly and I think everybody's got yeah. affected you know people working from home have been affected so badly you know I mean suddenly you know uh, women working at home mother-in-law expects a hot meal because mm. Bahu is sitting at home mm. but not realizing the Bahu poor thing is working Correct. you know so all that and I just hope that 
we honestly get out of this very absolutely. very soon absolutely yeah. absolutely everybody suffering including you and me and as adults we are finding it so difficult to process this uncertainty imagine children who aren't even able to speak uh, young you know really small kids correct who are not able to deal with what's going on we are locked up in so for parents just correct. maybe observe you know little shifts in behavior little shifts in in their signals all over and i think if we just listen to those we could make a huge impact on the long term emotional growth of the child yeah exactly also let me tell you we have a child as at home which you butter said earlier butter khatri he's yes. a he's a dog he's like the youngest yes. member of a family i'm not joking wherever i wear my chappals and mask he thinks i'm taking for a walk <laughs> especially when i wear the mask because he the mask has suddenly become indicative that this dude is going out he'll take me for a walk so how they have also changed visual cues right there <laughs> amazing amazing so finally you've had a brilliant trajectory through life through the choices that you have made would you make these choices all over again or is there something that you would modify a little bit no yaar i think i would make it all first of all i would my wife is not there but i would love to get married to her again nah. in my next life also okay she's not <laughs> there but yeah because she's been a good support system to me throughout Lovely. uh also uh, no i don't think like sometimes people say oh do you wish you would have started comedy much earlier Hmm. I said no maybe not maybe it would have been too early you know maybe I would have failed it I think it was at the right time 2010 2012 the stand up comedy scene was just sort of emerging in in this country you know liberalization was happening comedy clubs were coming up people don't know what comedy clubs were before you know so all these things were happening I I believe what what's written for you you know it comes to you at the right time I yeah. don't think I would change anything to be honest with you yeah. wonderful Well I'd I'd love to of course have you and uh, your your sister Dr Anjali Chhabria at some point you know the shrink sure, in the sure, nut sure, on sure. on another podcast and discuss more aspects of you know mental health uh, but this has been this has been fantastic and I'm I'm so grateful uh, Atul for just hey, just thank you, being thank you, sir. able to know you and the work that you do and being able to associate with you it just makes you know your your ecosystem of people uh, makes your life a whole lot better and and uh, enriches it so i'm i'm very grateful thank you thank you thank you anush thank you so much for this opportunity lovely so that was atul khatri on ed talk with anush i hope you enjoyed it uh, don't forget to of course subscribe and follow ed talk with anush on social media to stay updated on future episodes i'll see you next week new episodes of course drop every friday so take care of yourself and uh, thank you bye